Sunday after church, the kids uh, had a youth event at the mall. And so, which mall was it? The Leesburg Mall. I mean, the guy, yeah. our guy in Norway, doesn't know what you're talking about. Lake Square Mall. Thank you very much. Anyways, so we take them over there, and it's like most malls where it has like a food court, and then it's attached to kind of the theater, like the theaters in that area. And there was a guy sitting at a table by himself in the food court, and he had the largest tub of popcorn you could get from the theater plus a side box that were both filled to overflowing. And he was just sitting there living his best life, just eating popcorn on a Sunday afternoon in the food court. Just like I'm talking about. Like just if you were to just t- people watching? No, he was on his phone. He was just chilling. Just eating popcorn. Just eating popcorn. And at an a table. insane amount of it. Yeah, but at outside of the theater, <laughs> at a table in the food court. He didn't want to fall asleep, man. You know how it is. You go in there, you sit down early, you oh, get comfortable. The credits dude, you don't care about I'll are running. Sleep. I will sleep in a movie. Maybe he's making. Maybe he is changing the movement of what to do before a movie starts. Maybe go in and buy forty two dollars worth of popcorn <laughs> and eat it in the food court. Yeah, you're really starting a movement there. Golly, I will sleep in a movie. Do you sleep in movies? No, I don't. Not unless it's a kids' movie. If I'm if I'm watching like. Paw Patrol movie or something like that, yeah. I'm probably passing out. But my kids don't actually let me pass out because my wife doesn't do movie theaters. So she won't go? Like, she just doesn't care to spend her time in a movie theater. So, right. like, unless I'm like, hey, let's all just go see a movie together. Normally, it's dad and the, the three big kids. Right. Marielle and EJ have to go to the restroom. I bet Ezra. Oh, I know. the restroom At least thing. four times. So even if I wanted to fall asleep in a movie, yeah, it ain't happening. I sleep, dude. I will. I get, in the, I get in those chairs, recline. That the air is always cool. Yeah, you got the level. Bro, I wear flip flops to the movie theaters because I like my feet cold. Like when I sleep at night, oh, yeah. Like I stick my feet out the bottom yeah, yeah. of the blanket. You put it on it, yeah. So like I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. comfortable. I like it. I end up just throwing everything. <laughs> I'm just laying there. <laughs> I'll start under the blankets like a moron every night. Like this is gonna work tonight. Tonight's the night, and then by the morning. There's nothing around. Dude. Something happened last night. I don't know what it was, but I was sleeping, and the dog, so the dog had to go back in his crate because we were trying the whole, like, all right, we're going to let him out at night and uh, all that fun stuff. Well, he ate a Christmas tree ornament. Oh, good. I ate it was all over the floor, and I was like, all right, enough of this. Enough of this. I'm done with this. He finds socks and two pads and all sorts of stuff that doesn't need to be eaten. He finds them. So I put his crate back out. Well, we're... I get home last night from uh, Lutz, Florida, and I roll in. I'm just like, I'm going to sleep. All right, it's like 1030 at night. I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. He barks and whines for about two hours. Did he have to go to the bathroom? No. He just didn't want to be in his crate. Yeah. And so Kayla finally like went out to the living room. He was lonely. And he kept doing it. So I like slammed my bedroom door shut. Just like fell back to sleep. But I got under the like the blanket blanket, which I never do. Yeah. I sleep under a sheet and that's it. Yeah. And for some reason, at like five in the morning, just sweating. Yeah. I was so hot. I, so I, yeah. I was hot all morning. It's a conviction from the like, Holy Spirit. That's what it was. I lost my temper. Um, 
But I just was like, what the heck is going on? And Kayla's yeah. like, you good? I'm like, no, I'm hot. She's like, are you sick? I'm like, no, I'm just hot. Like, I went and stood by the uh, dining room table. There's an air vent right above it. Ooh. Literally just closed my eyes and just <laughs> like tried to cool down. I have no idea why like I overheated, but... I can't, I can't I've, even if it's 40 degrees outside. Right. I don't, I don't want to be hot. No, I don't either. I don't, so. I like when it's 40 degrees outside. I do though, too. Because I like to wear hoodies. Yes. Hoodies. Sometimes I want to just wear one no matter what, but I can't do that because it's too hot. It's too hot and I get sweaty. Mm. And I don't want to walk around all sweaty. So, yeah, popcorn guy. I do want to revisit something in your story. Um, you said that, um, something about Christmas ornaments mm-hmm. and I would like a little clarification on why your dog had access to Christmas ornaments. So this is the first year ever, uh, seriously, first year ever that Christmas decorations have really been up before Thanksgiving. I don't know if it's because we own our own home yeah. and Kayla just like decided I want to decorate for Christmas, but yeah, normally it's the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, which is how it should be. Yeah, I go outside, I put up the Christmas lights, she's inside. You go chop down the, a tree, you drive to the forest. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. All I need... Clark I just, Griswold. Dude. Yeah. You gonna put in a pool? <laughs> no, I just... Hey, Cliff, I, think, I need a Christmas bonus. I need a Christmas bonus. <laughs> Sorry, then, I mean art, not, not Cliff. Yeah. Cliff doesn't have... Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, for some reason she decided at the beginning of November to put up Christmas decorations and... Um, all of that, which I have not done the lights, and I will not do the lights outside until November twenty seven. I found this company. Something like that. I found this company that does LED lights that match your soffit and they're permanent install, and so it's not like hanging from the edge of your shingles. It's permanently installed under the front lip where your soffit is, and then you just they're LED, and you can um, pre-program light combinations and colors so you could do red white and blue for right. like july so like july 4th you could do red white and blue what? halloween you could do like orange and black christmas you red and green you know steven you're at a point in your life i may do it it's expensive <laughs> it's expensive i bet it is yeah yeah so um i don't know i was thinking about maybe just Ooh, halloween too like, right dude right and it's really cool looking man it's really cool it's called jellyfish lights jellyfish lights i'm gonna look that up yeah the guy's a hard sell man he keeps te- he texts me and calls me every week and i don't ever take the call or respond to the text but i'm kind of trying to wear him down to see if he's gonna come again and then i'm gonna try to be like well give it to me for like a thousand dollars less mm. and then i'll do it and then see what he does but the problem is, is that i kind of want to do it like on the whole house, like I want to do it on the sides Ooh. and the back. Yeah, well, I mean, it would make clo- sense. That it your does house. because it, you drive by. The first yeah. thing you see when you're driving by is the back Backside of my house, house. to yeah. get around to the front to the driveway. That would make sense. But right now, what I'm really proud of is my grass. I don't mean to brag because I know you've been having grass problems with, with your mole. You got a mole. I try to dig him up out of the ground. Have you tried my okay. uh, smoke bomb idea? No, but I got Kayla's going to pick up the uh, little bait worms. Mm. The that stuff will kill them. They'll eat it, and they'll just die. We're doing that tonight. Yeah. When I get home, I'm gonna go to some of the active holes and just. If you got moles, <laughs> he's a wait. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so your grass though, grass. your grass does look good. When I was over there, you should uh, see it a couple now, Sundays, though. Sundays, a few months back. You should see it now. Look really good. It's, it's really, so nice. Really plush. It's 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 luscious. Luscious. <laughs> <laughs> Luscious grass, you know, we checkers, don't have. Checkers is having a great time. You know, we don't have in the grass? A mole. Crickets. 
Only I don't. This is what happens when you have the controls. Um, I just wanted to push the button so everybody knows. Apparently, other people have decided to use our podcast room, <laughs> which they moved my stuff, and I don't like when people move my stuff. Joey doesn't share food. I don't like when people use my microphones. <laughs> I don't like when they use my headsets. It is funny because, like, I, I do feel like I'm not like that much of a diva, but like, there are certain things where I'm just like, don't, don't touch my stuff. Yeah, I was throwing. These off, are my I tools. Was, I was thrown off for a second when yeah. I came in here. No, the podcast stuff. Up. The podcast stuff. I, don't, I honestly don't care about. Yeah, but like, like in the sanctuary. Yeah, like my microphone. Like, don't use it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could use it. I did. I, I used it for you. your funeral Monday. Could I trust you? But like, I and don't I, want... I did a funeral with no music in front of me. Wow. I just, I just want to. Yeah. Thank you. I want to bring. No, I want to bring notice to that. I'm proud of you, actually. That's a really big deal. So, I think that you don't give yourself enough credit musically to try to not use stuff. I think you're very concerned about, in a in a good way, quality and being right and doing it right, where you don't give yourself the leverage or the space to go in the middle there and like use your musical skills to like. Hey, I'm going to play the guitar on this song. I might miss the A minor, but I know I'm going to get the G, the C, the D, and the E minor. I might miss the A minor, but it's not going to sync the song. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing with music. So, like, yes, I am I could do all that stuff. and But the truth is, is that I'm not I'm not nailing every chord. Yeah. I just know the, the strong <clears throat> ones to nail. Yeah. And I, I know where it's A going. A lot of mine actually doesn't have as much to do with music. I... I don't disagree with your assessment. I don't. Well, why are you? Why do you have a, a iPad in front of you then while you're playing guitar? Because I don't trust our technology. No, no, I don't. No, Listen, no. follow Come on. Trust. Just let me. All let right. me explain. All right. I don't have the type of memory that you do to remember lyrics. Okay. From week to week, song to song, and okay. so if. Pro 7 doesn't fire with Ableton if Pro 7 decides it's going to get off, if Ableton's right. going to stop. Like, I don't have yeah. the knowledge of just being like, okay, what's the next right. What's the next verse? Like, if we were at a fair. chorus that's or a fair. bridge, right. that's different. That's fair. Let me throw this out there, though. All right? So I'm going to use an analogy, though. Like, if I have a twisted ankle and I have crutches, mm-hmm. and all I do is use the crutch for the rest of my life, I know, is my twisted bad. ankle ever going to get stronger? <sighs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like you don't have a twisted ankle, you not not memorizing songs like in the way that I do. I think too the my memory on songs is not necessary. I don't know how it works. I don't know how that works. I don't think anybody knows how. It but works. I think it's <laughs> well. But I think too though. I think I think I have a memory though that memorizes themes, and then mm-hmm. I can memorize stuff within the theme. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. So it's not so much that I memorize the word here is because, and the word here is and, and the word here is of, but I remember like, okay, hold on, the first part of this song is talking about the cross. Okay, right, and then I can like I yeah. can kind of remember like in in there. Yeah. But but anyways, I'm just saying, you guys, you and Riley, you've got to get, you got to get away from the from the iPads. I'm working on it. I know. I'm proud of you. I'm working. You don't on have it. to do it immediately. I'm not saying like it's it's yeah. like a, you have to like stop this week. But so in other words, I'm complimenting you. And actually, even in my little bit of like pushing is a compliment because I do believe you have. Well, 
you obviously have the chops and the musical chops to not need. So explain, but, but explain to that. our listeners that are just like, what in the world are they talking about? Right. And why does it matter? So you're talking about, right? So right now, I know Riley does it as well. Right. And I've been doing it for years. Um, as I have an iPad stand on my microphone stand. Yes. And on it is the chord chart that has the lyrics and the chords. Right. Lyrics and the chords. For, for me, for my benefit whatever in the front active, of me. The, whatever the active song right? is. Right. And so right. that's there. Steven just has the mic stand and his guitar. Right. Steven does not have an iPad or an iPad holder on Sunday mornings. So what is the benefit to you saying to Riley and I, hey, let's push ourselves. What is, what's the benefit? The ben- okay. So I think, I think the benefit is one thing is it engages you more. I think it engages you more with the song and it engages you more with the people. Okay. So with the song, what I mean by that, which would be the least important of the two is that you actually are thinking, you actually have to like, you're using your full mental capacity to engage this song. You don't have something to look at, yeah. you know, to use other senses. This is literally just like, now, I will say I use the back screen, no doubt about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I use the back but screen. But that's what it's there for. But that's that's why we have yeah. the confidence monitor. So so even then, I mean, at some level, like, I have, I have that crutch, mm-hmm. you know. So <clears throat> the second thing is, is it gets you out of the... It gets you, it gets your face looking at the people mm-hmm. because I think you can hide, you can personally hide behind an iPad mm-hmm. in the song. Yeah. I don't think you guys are doing that, but I do think that it does show a little bit of a lack of of confidence, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, I remember Terry Williams, you know, like yelling at yelling at the guys about that one time about using. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you got a week, you got a week to. And this is not me dissing you, but like, and it's not a cut and dry thing. But his argument is, well, you got all week to learn it, mm-hmm. like learn it. Yeah, you know, mine's a distrust more than an right. inability to know the music. Sure, I but, think that's accurate. But I think all of what you said is correct, and it's something that when I was at First Chipley, I didn't have to play guitar, so I never uh, had music in front. That's of That's true. Okay. I never had it, and so it well, was. But that kind of hits your argument though, where you said you didn't need it for the music. I know. And my thing is, is you don't have to have I know. it for that. But when you get, you know, I still have my iPad on a pulpit, right? So if something went down, I still had it close. It just yeah. wasn't in front of my face. Like, right. So to rebuttal a little bit of that, you know, I needed it for chords. I still had it, and I was still following along yeah. from song to song. Uh, but I used to get on to Daniel and Riley and Ellis about the same topic. Like, yeah. you've got to, like, even if you're, if you're going to have it in front of you, you've got to know it enough to get your eyes up. I agree with like that. Like, you've got to get your eyes up. When you get to the course, I've even said this to, to Riley since he's been here. Like, you know you know the course, bro. You know the course. Eyes up. But imagine looking at, though, imagine looking at <clears throat> looking at a screen. Let's say you're watching a live stream, mm-hmm. and you see the guy they're playing just, in his head. He's the worship leader, and his head is, yeah. you know, his eyes are constantly going down into mm-hmm. his music stand. It's not a... I don't know. It doesn't instill confidence in yeah. the leadership, right? Yeah. And I think that that's why it matters. Um, it's not the end of the world, but I think it's a helpful advancement in worship leading qualities. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about this with you today, too, was I was at the Florida Baptist Convention. and um, What is the Florida Baptist Convention? So annually, in the way Southern Baptist life works, you have local associations which are usually by county usually but they can be broken up different ways 
So that's a collection of churches in that county. And then you take a collection of those local associations in the state, and they come together mm-hmm. once a year. And that's the convention of those local associations. Then, of course, nationally, yep. all the state conventions come together. And then that's the Southern Baptist Convention. We're not controlled by the Southern Baptist Convention. We're not uh, forced to do anything by the Southern Baptist Convention. But we cooperate with other uh, churches to form mm-hmm. the Southern Baptist Convention. And honestly, the Southern Baptist Convention is those like three, four days a year that they gather. That is the Southern Baptist Convention. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the year, independent churches do things in cooperation with yeah. other churches to form which our state, our state convention, right? So we, so our state our, we convention, give, we give, we give to local, to local. We give to state. Mm-hmm. Then what we give through the state then goes to. There's a portion of what goes to the goes, state. So forty nine percent stays the in the state. Fifty one percent goes to the national convention. <clears throat> yep. The primary goal for all of this is for churches to cooperate together to help local churches that may not have some of the resources. So if you go to a very rural area where there's not a lot of income. There's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of resources. The churches in the bigger areas, let's say your Orlando churches, your you know our area, Ocala, Gainesville, mm-hmm. whatever, Tampa, they could come together and support by giving to help resource resource those churches, those pastors, those music folks in those areas. And that's the the concept there. And then at the state level, they try to do church planning, identify needs be resources to regions and areas. And then at the national level, the whole goal, honestly, at the end of the day, uh, should uh, should be uh, missions, um, should be uh, international missions. Yep. Um, Which I get to participate to in that IMB send-off right. celebration Which was last interesting night. because it was at the state level. So, yeah. we, so I was at – I went to the state convention. So each of these conventions happens once a year. So like the – you know, your local association will have a annual meeting. Mm-hmm. Your state group will have a state convention in November. Mm-hmm. And then in July, they have the national. So this was the state for Florida. So I went to that. Cliff was there. My dad's a pastor up in the panhandle of Florida. So he had come down. And that was mostly why I went, just because I don't get to see him much. Just when, you, when you're both pastors and you do stuff on weekends, it's just kind of hard to mm-hmm. get together. And he's five, six hours away. So, um... He came down, so we spent time together. But I went to the worship sessions, heard a lot of preaching, went to the some of the business meeting stuff, which at the state level was rather non-eventful. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at the national level, it's been chaos, cra- crazy lately. It's chaos, just man. people getting off topic. But yep. that's neither here nor there, and I don't need to go into that because <laughs> that'll just get me. Just, that'll yeah. just get me in trouble with yeah. all the hardliners out there. But it is what it is. So. Um, I want to, man, and I've said too much already because I kind of gave away where I was in thinking about talking about this. Okay. I didn't want, because I don't ever want to be critical of someone else's worship leading. Mm -hmm. So I want to start with that because I don't know the preparation. I don't know the challenges they face getting ready. Mm -hmm. I don't know the challenges they face where they're at. I don't know what they're going on in their life. I don't know any of that kind of stuff. Maybe nothing and maybe everything was great and maybe that's just the way they do it. it is what it is. There was a segment of it that was led by somebody. Seemed like just a wonderful human. And the more I found out about this person, the better I found out that they were just great. I could not follow 
the worship music. I mm-hmm. could not follow it. That's what I do for a living. Yeah. I mean, it's my entire life I've been in music at some level. And I just couldn't, I couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. And you know, because I started texting you, and 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 I think you could vouch for the fact that I do not like I no. don't criticize. No, you don't. I don't. Not even not even national guys. Like you see, my I don't even go like oh, I don't I don't I don't like that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't. And when I say I don't like that guy, I don't mean like I don't like that guy. I just mean I don't like what I'm experiencing. This this I honestly found myself physically getting aggravated. Mm. And it wasn't for what you would think. Yeah. It wasn't because it was too loud or songs I didn't know. I don't mind that. I don't mind loud. I don't mind songs I don't know. Yeah. But it made me think about this, that leadership matters in worship on Mm -hmm. the stage. And leadership is like making sure that while you are singing and leading a song, that everybody out there, by and large, can participate. Yeah. Because if you... And especially if you're singing like common songs. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, uh, it was it was easy. It was like a you know supposed to be just kind of get warm up sessions um, early earlier in the day. Oh, the the pre service. Yeah, and it was yeah. just you know, and it was like you know, guy to piano singing hymns. Great. The. The piano accompaniment, like he was leading, he was doing himself, was all over the place. He was changing, he was just doing his own thing with it, mm-hmm. getting wound up and singing really high, leaving the melody to do stuff and then coming back to the melody. And like, I was even just being like, I can't, I don't know, yeah. like, I don't know what to do with Come Thou Found right now. Like, I, like, I could sing that song. Well, you're supposed to raise your Ebenezer is what you're supposed to do, Stephen. Well, I had to to remind myself that there has been good worship experiences in the past. <laughs> Dude, okay, that was that, funny. That was good. That, that was, was really good. Thank you. <laughs> that was brilliant, actually. Everybody mark that down in the podcast, the annals, <laughs> the annals of the Worship Distributed Pod. By the way, welcome to the Worship Distributed Podcast. Yeah, we had to talk about that. Yeah, we're here at uh, First Baptist Church in uh, beautiful Leesburg, Florida, 220 North 13th Street. Don't get it confused with 220 South 13th Street. That does not exist because if you got it confused with that, you wouldn't end up anywhere. But if you go to 220 North 13th Street, you get here where we are. Look for the white columns. Bust in those front doors. Go through the pews. Jump out of the balcony. Go down the stairs. Go to the middle of the hallway. There's a door. Can't see through it. Come in that door, go through another door. That's where Sean and I sit with our iPads playing the guitar. You know, it, <laughs> it cracks me up that we don't have a music suite like sign. It's like if somebody who said, yeah, hey, incognito. go to the music suite, yeah. you wouldn't know where it is. I don't want them to know where it is. That's cool. I'm just, yeah. I'm just making a statement. Yeah, because okay. it wouldn't be sweet. So going back, going back to what you're talking about. Yeah. So number one, number one thought on on your thought process is when it came to one of the things and they've been doing it this way for years because BCF used to be the pre-service music. I think they were one of the mornings. uh, Finally, again, it's been. It was yesterday. Yeah, but it's been six, seven years since BCF's been at convention. Um, And now they're buff, the Baptist University of Florida. Um, but it's pre-service, right? So it's like 15 minutes of music prior to kind of the opening statement 
it's not really meant to be congregationally. Well, that's different. But, but that that seems to be what this guy was doing, right? Was he the 15 no, minutes prior? It was not. So no, he was, was scheduled as scheduled as the worship all, leader. It was let's all stand together. Okay. Please sing with so me. That was my, Words are on the so screen. Feeding off of what you're saying. So this guy gets there. And I think he's just overthinking it, you know. And I think that happens to a lot of a lot of guys. Like through my years of going to convention, you overdo it, you overthink it. The stage is big, the moment is big. Some some guys are like, "This is just who I am. This is what I'm going to do." When you did the pastors' conference, right? That was, I mean, this is who we are. This is the music we're going to do, and we're just going to have a great time doing but I it see, together. Like, I thought it went well though. Like everybody was singing, exactly. The room was engaged. Like, but for some guys, for some guys, the moment is too big, and they overthink what they need to do, which causes yeah, maybe, that's fair. This moment, like yeah. what you experienced, where he's just like, you know what, I I. We're, I also don't like the just piano thing to start off a morning. Personally, I'm not one of those guys. Yeah. I know that it has its moments, it has its its times, its places, and it has a good spiritual opportunity. But I don't think that 8.15 in the morning and singing some hymns that yeah. nobody can follow along with is the right time to do it. I think if you're at I night, you're coming done out it, of a sermon time. I think and, he could have done it, though. I think he – I think – I mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right? You would have just planned it differently. But, like – I want to wake him up. I guess They're about to go into a well, business meeting. But these people were up and ready to sing. I know. And this was Pastor's Conference Monday, right? So I think it could have just been um, just sit there and it could have been, hey, guys, sing this with me. Come thou fount of every blessing. Yeah. And just keep the melody going. To, yeah, I mean, just play the chords and just sing. Yeah. Because the people were trying to sing, but it pull was back, like. Pull back from like, the microphone. Come thou fount of every blessing. Oh, jeez, no. And it was yeah. like that. And, like, he has a beautiful voice. Yeah. Again, this, I feel really guilty. But again, um, overthinking and overdoing I, something just, that didn't. I'm just analyzing it from a like this is worship distributed. We're supposed to talk, and I'm not judging the dude. He he, who knows what the planning was like? Who knows who was supposed to show up that didn't? Maybe he got hung <clears> out to dry. Yeah. Maybe he was just trying to make it work, and he just had like five seconds to do it. Sweet dude, um, you know, like not no issue there. Like yeah. I feel I feel bad about it, and I know there's probably been like people could analyze my worship pleading and probably find five thousand things wrong with it. So like I personally think your uh the, Veterans Day breakfast worship leading was was the best I've ever experienced. <laughs> dude. Nailed it. That was an awesome. One. Yeah. That was great. If anybody complains about it, they can see me. Yeah, dude, that was wild. I just was like All right, guys. Just acapella. <laughs> you did. You did. I right, just go do it. And it worked. Yeah, it worked. It worked. Anyways, that's sorry. funny. That's really funny. I don't know how much of what you just said was sarcasm, but anyways, uh, you were like, you need a guitar. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want that. You need a keyboard? No. no. You need a track? No. You're Stephen Walkman for a reason, bro. I just do <laughs> you, man. It works, man. It, it works. works. So anyways. But that, uh, right there, so, like it works. So I want to go to that, though, because yeah. like, I feel like. I wish worship leaders would get this. It comes down to this. And I realized I do some things. So here's some tips that I would give you, not because you need my tips, but let's say you were a worship leader and you came to me, you're like, Stephen, like, what are some things, what are some little inside things we could do in worship? 
Bro, I'm about to get into a whole like. Th- is this my yearly review right here? Because no. first we went out the iPad in front of me, and now you're going to give me it's tips. It's pretty terrible, to- actually. No, you're amazing. You're a great <laughs> just, worship leader. I'm just kidding. I'm we are serious. getting close to yearly reviews. Though, well, it so. is about that time, but I don't know that I do yours. No, I think Tony does. I think that's silly. I'm going to tell him I want to do it. <laughs> Sounds I, great. I'm going to go do that. We'll, we'll do it here I'm on do the it podcast. Right after this, we will do an <laughs> annual review. Sean's annual review on the podcast. I'm going to bring Abby on to do hers. Oh boy! Oh gosh! All right, so that would be uh, yeah, that would. <laughs> Anyways, so all right, here's the tips that you like the worship pastor. Here is a from yes. Stephen Walkamon. Think about while you're leading the song as if you're a person in the congregation singing the song. Mm-hmm. Don't think about it as if it's you singing it, because you know it. Yeah. You've sing it all week. They've been, you know, they've been um. Uh, starting IVs all week. Mm-hmm. You've been sitting in your office with your guitar, listening to this on your keyboard, listening to that, planning this, communicating that. Music still playing in the background. You're thinking, okay, I got to learn this. Here's the harmonies I'm going to do. Like that's what you do all week long, right? So you get up there, right, and you lead that song, mm-hmm. all right. And um, so let's say like let me let me just like throw throw this out there, right. Let's say here's here's what I would do. Let's say I had an arrangement to come down fountain of every blessing. It's an arrangement. Mm-hmm. I know it's an arrangement. I'm going to have a track that's arranged. I mean, the band's going to play the arrangement. The you know the praise team's going to sing this arrangement with me. And so there's going to be some slight modifications in the arrangement. Okay. Yeah. So the music's written. Let's say the music is written. Come thou fountain of every blessing. Right. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to do on that. I'm still going to want to achieve that rhythm, but I'm going to think like, wait, if I'm, if I'm Miss Mary, that's been singing that for a long time and I want to do this arrangement, but I want Miss Mary to sing this with me. What can I do to make her successful at that rhythm? Mm-hmm. That's what you have to think. Yeah. And sometimes it's a game time thing. So here's what I would do. Come thou fount of every blessing. Yeah. And I'm going to push a crescendo in my voice and create some of that spin mm-hmm. that protects her because she's going to hear that and I'm going to sing solid enough. Yeah. The other thing too is I do think, I do think it matters. Like you have a meaty voice. I have a meaty voice. I think that matters. Yeah. Because if you have like one of these voices, come thou fount. Like that? Yeah. Nobody's going to follow that. Nobody's following. They don't know I what agree. to do. 100%. So, like, but I think that is, that some of those are like, that that kind of tip, that kind of thought process. Mm-hmm. I well, said you do it, we do it with praise and praise him, right? That arrangement that we have. Right. You know, they want, they have a, a couple of funky rhythms that they throw in there vocally. Yeah. But you and I just. I'm not doing We just keep the melody yeah. the same. They've been singing it. And the. The band and everything's still doing the modern arrangement, right, because but I, the melody didn't change because right. we just said, you know what? Hey, we're not going to acknowledge the way that they wrote that melody line. Yep. We're going to do it. And it's a brilliant, brilliant way to lead. Right. Because yeah. it may, again, because the whole goal of what we do mm-hmm. is not to teach somebody a new song. Yeah. Is not to give them any kind of like new idea. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we want to, we want to put great songs out there. Sure. Do yeah. we want them to have great biblical theological ideas? Absolutely. Yeah. But it, I want you to sing. Yeah. Number one, I want you to sing. Yeah. That's I feel like that's just my spiritual calling, your spiritual calling, the music ministry spiritual calling is to get people to sing. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. I got to start there. Now, inside of that singing, I need to be, we need to be accurate. We need to be true. We need to do a good job. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 biblical, et cetera, et cetera. But sing. Yeah. 
And if you're not singing, it's it's a loss. Yeah. And it's rough. Yeah. And that's that's the that's the thing that I think worship leaders miss. Yeah. So here's what's crazy. So like not too long after that, they transitioned from pastors conference to um the regular convention, the convention time. meeting, yep. right? Yep. This, so this is where they start doing business and stuff, but it's still littered with sermons and um, music sets and stuff like that. And um, so the band comes out and it was actually the band from, it's Paul Purvis's band. I told you it was the Idaho band, but it's Paul Purvis's band. Oh, the guy in the uh, mission, red, red the, bomber had jacket. The, had the glasses. Yeah. I really enjoyed his worship leadership. Like yeah. I thought he was. Like, I was there for his closing session and he did. This is the air I breathe. Yeah, right. he was he really led. He, he was he, very smart in yeah. his selection and worship leader. He did "Here I Am to Worship." Like yeah. some of those ones, he was like very smart. It's our last chance to sing together. Like was, he, he did that because he wanted everybody to sing together. Yeah, absolutely. it was it was so well done. Yeah, and, and this is a guy that had holy jeans on. Yeah, but a he's long still in the bomber jacket. Who came out and right. still did? I didn't songs like that, that he wore that knew. long shirt. I didn't wear that that long round cut shirt at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, that's a thing now, man. I, that's dumb. I know. But, I don't. I don't like it. Anyway, you look at that guy and you immediately think, like, "Oh boy." Yeah, he wasn't as bad as like I as some guys when you look at him. Yeah, because he wasn't super tight skinny he did, jeans. He did or holy forever, dude. He did. Listen to this. First song he did right out of the gate was "I Thank God." Let's go right out of the gate. Oh but, yeah, but he did like a vamp on the hell. Lost another one. Well, just, hold on, hold on. He started with the first verse in Spanish. Smart man. Now. Smart man. Now listen to me. For the Ford Baptist Convention, that's a great move. Right, right. Listen to me. I went from I went from kind of being like, man. Because, again, I I do want to one more time say I'm not trying to be a jerk about the first part. Yeah. Okay, and I'm not even trying to be judgmental. I'm just kind of just stating things that I realized and I learned. Mm-hmm. So I went from being kind of discouraged about that and a little bit aggravated. Yeah. To singing, I thank God. You ready? Mm-hmm. In Spanish. Yeah. Which I don't speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can read it, I guess, or like know how to sound it out. Yeah. Do you know what I was doing? Singing. Singing. I was singing. Yeah. Like loud. Like loud. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know. You know? Yep. Gracias, Dios. You know, like I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know. You know, like I was just like. But I want to be a part of it. Right. Because, but I would, yeah. I felt able to, I felt able to do that by the way they were leading. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. it make sense? Yeah. I'm with you. I don't know what the difference is. I'll tell you this story. So, I went to an experience conference a few years ago. You know, my thing with experience conference, like I get it, it is what it is. It's conference for worship leaders. It's a little, it's a little on the worship side. Mm-hmm. Dark lights, smoke, sound. Dark lights, emotional. Emotions, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I can do that too. Like hip, hip, trendy, hip, trendy. All every, the everybody's wearing like the jean jackets. Yeah. It is what it is, right? So that's fine. All right. I don't fit in. I don't fit in in that worship leader world. I don't fit in really in any worship leader world, honestly. I think people are like, you do what? Like, okay. You're a part of our tribe, like, okay. <laughs> so, um, stop it. So, so I was there. I was there, right? This was years ago. And this band came out. I did not know who they were. And I did not know any of their songs. But I sang with every one of them. Mm-hmm. It was All Sons and Daughters. Okay. I didn't know any of their music at the time. They were new mm-hmm. at the time. Or at least they were just kind of new to me. Is that really how long it's been since you've been to Experience? Oh, yeah, I think so. Bro. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should go. But 
We just did our budget and I didn't include it. Bro, but how? How can we even go to a conference? I don't know. How? With the current schedule that we currently have. I don't know. We can go. We could. We can go. We just. We just people, go. We just tell people we're not here. <laughs> we're busy. We're going to go get our iPads. <laughs> About man. We're going to go to the thrift store and get a new outfit. <laughs> We're going to get really greasy. So that's apparently a thing in California. What? Right. So, uh, iPads? No, Erwin McManus. Do you know who that is? Preacher? Yes. Mosaic. Mosaic and yeah. all that. Right. So they're all like super young, which actually they're not. They're He's not, not that, that young. young. He's not, but like his daughter's the worship leader oh, okay. for the, you know, um, for Mosaic. So they're not Southern Baptists. But they, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Sorry. they are, Sorry. they look homeless on the platform. <laughs> I know. What's up with that? I'm not, I'm again, not trying to be. Judgmental. No, but it's they, fine. Like, no, it's judgmental. They get up there. They were at experience we make two, a judgment on two three years ago when I was there. Yeah. And just like ripped and tattered. And apparently that that's the look in California is to look homeless. But I'm like. No, it's not the look. They are. Most everybody there is homeless. Yeah, can't afford it. <laughs> if Fox News is right. <laughs> but I'm just sitting there going like. Teasing. I'm not, I'm not on the, I'm not on the, the bandwagon of you have to wear a suit coat. And oh, no, 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 no. But look nice though. Look decent. But like the average human being walks into your church and sees you as the worship leader in holy jeans and uh yeah. ripped shirt with patches on it right. and this like weird discolored yeah. puffy jacket yeah. and ball caps on on the platform. Again, I'm a big hat guy. I like hats. Yeah. Like no but what is that? Right. That that's another. It's communicating something. It's I mean, it's their choice. They're they're communicating Absolutely. something to their people, and I guess that's the vibe they're going for. Yeah. You know, well, like one of the guys that led with uh, the guy you were talking about that yeah. you really enjoyed, right? Uh, African American gentleman standing to his left right. had a blazer on. Look really, yeah, really nice, super sharp. Right, and then that guy in the middle, he actually didn't look. He no, looked, he did. He looked, it was great. Just, he looked great. That shirt style, but, like was it was, like, it was a little bit of a weird yeah. style that he had, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything. Just, but the it, ladies looked nice. Yes, right, like, and they were everything. doing modern music. Yeah, they were doing modern music, and they sounded good. They, oh man, their drummer. Yeah. Did, you didn't the big, hear the big you, guy. You didn't hear him too much. He looked like the coach for the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Listen, that guy was one of the best drummers I've ever heard in my life. Really, especially when it comes to like just like a worship leading environment. Yeah, he was on point with everything. Yeah, like every fill, every internal movement, every like change. Like he, he didn't miss it. Yeah. He didn't miss it. It was so good. And then they had this older dude playing like he, he must have just been like an old rocker, like just playing lead electric. That's cool. And he was good. We he need a so lead good. electric guitar player, man. So I want to talk to you about that. Like that's going to be like our new prayer, but our new prayer plus push. Yeah. So our new prayer plus plus push is for lead electric players at every campus. Yep. Like lead electric players, like legit ones, like ones where we're just like, hey, rip me a solo. This is in B flat. Yeah. I need an eight bar. I need an I eight need bar solo here. right here. Yeah. You know, and they can uh, do it. I had one of those second in Jacksonville. Is, Marshall was so good. Second thing is, is like, Gosh. we need, we need another uh, kind of another round of drummers. Mm-hmm. But then, um, the, the third one is, and this is the one we're going to be like hot and heavy on the trail is, uh, like a legit piano player for village park. Yeah. We have some solid help. Jill is amazing. She's wonderful. But even she'll tell you, like, there's limitations to where she's at. And we need somebody that's, like, unlimited. We need, like, a – because, you know, our campus deserves that. Yeah. They deserve that. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got Samuel downtown. He's excellent. Amy does a really good job at South. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's she's a great player. very good job. Good reader. Great musician all around. 
Uh, but Village Park just needs like mm-hmm. someone just to slay that keyboard. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's like our new year is building next 2024 is the year of building the band, building the team, musicians. Yeah. Because God's growing the singers. You know, God's given us those. Oh yeah. But um. But I see. I think that's the thing with like me, and then of course now with you is like we're gonna attract singers. Because mm-hmm. that's what we're really good at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, that's anyway, whatever. And I don't, I don't need to caveat that. I don't mean, like, no, you don't. when I say really good, I don't mean, that's just our, one of our strengths. Well, listen, so, there's, there's people in the room at every church. They go, mm, I don't want to sing with that guy. They're like, oh, I would get so annoyed with that. Right. That's hundred percent. That's right. That, but then but, what you just said doesn't need a caveat because right. it's, that's factual. Right. Right. People so, want to sing with people who can sing. Right. And I guess that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, but like, it's not like I'm like attracting <laughs> Lead guitar players. Yeah. You know. I mean, if you didn't get on about using iPads, they'd probably come out of the woodwork. Guys in the back can use whatever they want. I don't care. I don't care what. They can They can chisel something in stone during the week and haul it in on a wagon to lead from it on Sunday. The guys up front, no, stop it. You know, what do you want? Do you want like a tenor? Do you want like a tenor holding, holding, holding a lyric sheet in front of his face while he's singing? Is that his crutch that he gets in case the technology fails? I feel personally victimized. Yeah, I'm attacking you I'm right go, now. I'm going to the I HR just, department. I just came Selena. in. Selena. Selena. <laughs> poor Selena. Can you imagine her having to handle HR? Oh, jeez. Oh, that poor thing. Yeah. Man, could you imagine if we got in trouble like HR? Oh, dude. You think they got cameras around here? In our office area? <laughs> Man, we might want to check. Yeah, we probably do. Guys, this may be the last podcast. <laughs> we do a lot of dumb things around like, the music. Like you pop it, like you pop in my back this morning. <laughs> that would be super awkward. <laughs> Watch it on camera. Oh do I, do I need to get where okay, right here? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if somebody walks oh in the door gosh. and just yeah, like no, he was adjusting my back. I did adjust his back though. We did get we it did moved. get the spot. It's that already he back. It's already back. It? Oh. It's already like moved right back in. <laughs> well, but, um, but yeah. So like, I think that those things like I think those things matter. Like, yeah. I guess my point was going back to the all sons and daughters was that I was able to sing with them mm-hmm. because I think there was a level of confidence. And there was a level of expectation that they set with the way they sang it. Like yeah. their voice gave you the space to go with them. Yeah. You didn't feel like you were just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. You felt like you were invited to go with them singing it. Yeah. And that's the difference. And I, and I heard, you know, every once in a while you'll hear people say it. Well, that felt like a performance. Yeah. What's the difference between a performance and worship playing? Well, the performance is, is when you can't go with them. Yeah. Performances when you when you stop and you go like, um, yeah, that guy was really good. Like I enjoyed hearing him sing. Yeah, but I I didn't I couldn't sing with him. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like the guy I watched the last session because uh, Cliff was there and he was part of a, a little yeah. a little uh, Q and A, and so I poked my head in and uh, the guy you just finished it. He didn't just sing a song; he led a song. Right, right, and I think that's that's a huge that's a huge marker. You can go out and you can go slay a song. Yeah. But you've not led anybody. Right. Right? Like, so you want to be out in front. You want to be giving cues. And it doesn't yeah. have to be like, all right, let's sing now. And, but it's, it's, you know, this is the air and this is the air. I, really, I right? honestly think or, too. Come on, like, let's do this course again. Right? Like, like, I think you could do that too. I also think you can get a song rolling. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Like an avalanche. Yeah. And then you can do all kinds of extra stuff. Absolutely. 
Like once you get the song rolling and the people know establish and it and it's roll. established or yep. going. Like I do that a lot. Like yeah. I'll get three chords away through a song and we'll be on a chorus repeat. Well, mm-hmm. it's a chorus repeat. Yeah. We've already sung it. It's a chorus repeat. So yeah, I might I might take a high note. You do, or, you do it with the holy 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 I arrangement might. we have. Right. You are holy, and you ad lib a little bit, you know, during yeah. those. But you've got it now. I mean, it's the third, yeah, fourth time we're doing it. I don't, I don't do it. it. Like I don't. I don't be like. I don't be like. I don't be like. Uh, holy, holy, holy! All the saints adore thee, casting down their golden crowns around the glassy sea. Please don't do it's that. It's like it's like if, what what do you what it's. I'm gonna tell you Bill know, to turn your microphone off so she oh, runs like that. Dear goodness, please. That was pretty impressive, though. <laughs> you know you like that. I'm like the male Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, but I think I think you're right. I mean, there's a difference in singing a song and singing a song well and leading a song. Yeah, and leading a song well. Yeah, there's a huge difference. I agree. There's a lot of guys that are great singers. Yeah. Th- yes. Great singers, but they can't lead. But if you can't lead, oh, can't lead. then you've missed the opportunity on right. Sunday morning. You've missed yeah. it. I think one of the greatest things I've heard you say so far since being here uh, was your podcast with Phil. Uh, it was talking about, like, how do you prepare yourself personally for Sunday mornings? And he said, Sunday morning's not a personal time of worship. My personal time of worship was Monday through Saturday. That's right. Sunday is my time to lead all the people together. They've all taken time out of their day to come together to sing to Jesus. Yeah. I'm not focused on my personal worship at that point. Right. I'm focused on making sure that they worship. Yeah, I was like, man, that's a solid viewpoint. And that's my worship. That's my that's exactly. my act of worship to the body. It's a sacrifice of praise. To the body. Exactly. That's my part on the but body like, man, to make the body function. That like it challenged me. I was like, that's because that's I'm one of those guys that like I need to get there early because I need to have my personal time. That's great. Before but I was just like but if I look at it the way that you've said it, right. if I've done my personal worship Monday through Saturday, Sunday morning when I show up, I'm ready to go. Yeah, when I'm coming in, I'm, I'm good because I'm with the rest of the body. Yeah. I was like, man, that's good. So but that's like, leading. But that's leading. That's right. not just singing. Right. And that, it, yeah, and, right. And so this this was an interesting thing. What time? What to, How much? You got 12 minutes before you're before, okay, I got run, a run through. Run through for the Christmas Cliff and Steve production, yeah, which, by the way, which, by the way, I'm very excited about. <laughs> I am excited about it. It's funny. It's not going to be, uh, I mean, it'll have its funny moments, but it's not like, um, it's going to be, it's a brand new angle, which is getting hard for us to find new angles. Oh, yeah. Because we've, you know, 12, 13 years yeah. tried to find different angles to take. You know the Chris, Christmas. Uh, the good thing is for you guys, you probably go back to some of the could, ideas we could you did early and on. We've done everything from angels to shepherds to rabbis to doctors to yeah. to brothers and sisters, not sisters, but yeah. brothers and uncles and yeah. Dads. Baptist church. There was no sisters. No sisters back then. So. No Southern Baptist. So. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. I'm just kidding. What's that? You always Cliff. say choir. What's that? You always say choir rehearsal. Uh, oh, he's so offensive. Steven's so offensive. I'm never coming back. I don't know why I keep coming back. I just to keep choir. coming and he keeps saying mean things and it hurts my feelings. It's not the way I want to spend the Wednesday night at six o'clock. I could be a wind. He's eating chili. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. So, uh, so, uh, uh, it was funny though, because he and I were upstairs and we were, you know, we have a room. It's really funny. So we go to the same room about the same time every year. We order the same food every year. We've done it for, from the same restaurant for 12, 13 years. And then we just start working on it and we just start and we laugh. 
And it's weird because we'll we'll have we'll have personal conversations about this in our life, that in our life, and then we'll morph into like, okay, but you know, so for the Christmas, you know, what if we do this? And then we'll drift off into another conversation. Then all of a sudden we'll come back. And so this year we had it, and we actually just started. This was the fastest we've really ever pulled one together to where both of us were getting excited. I got I was getting into a character, the character that I created, and so I was doing the character. And so he starts, he starts interacting with me and then like, it got like, I just got like chills, like on my arm when I was doing the character. Yeah. It was, <clears throat> it was crazy. So I'm pretty fired up about it. Cause yeah. I do think that this will be, if the Lord allows it and if it comes together, but like, I do think that it will be maybe one of the most connectable characters that I've been able to do and interact with Cliff. Cliff is Cliff's always the straight guy that's connected to Jesus at the manger. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's Joseph this year. Uh, Did you just say he's the straight guy? Yeah. So in comedy, you have the straight guy who's always the, the, oh, okay. the, um, yeah, not, not like in, in another context. I was like, wait, like, where are we going with no, this? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. In comedy, there's but, always the straight guy. Yeah. So like, you know, Abbott Costello, you know, one was the straight guy. One yeah. was the, the, the kind of the color yeah. commentary guy, like just bouncing off. And, you know, yeah. it was like, he's like, yeah, at the baseball game, I was there. Well, who was on first? I don't know. You know, and then yeah. you have that. I don't, I don't, you know, you, so one guy's straight, the other guy's the goof, the goofy. And I'm always the goofy one. What? But, yeah, I know, right? Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, so, man, if you only really knew me. Yeah. So, no. So, um, everything's been a lie. It's been a lie, Stephen. <laughs> the ego eggs were a lie. <laughs> Nacho. Oh, I need to, I'm going to send you the video when we get done. Okay. That, that somebody sent me on Instagram. Okay. It was this guy cooking a dish like uh, Nacho Libre. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very, very funny. Very funny. But, uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. But, so yeah, we're going to run upstairs and, um, and work through that here in like a like a few minutes. Do you remember what we were talking about before we got on that? Not a clue. We were um, finishing up the conversation on uh, leading song versus singing song, and I remember something uh, though. It was something that like I really that I really wanted to say that I thought would be. Helpful. I'm really good at getting you off topic. Sometimes I'm sorry. I thought, well, that was me asking how much time we had left. That's it. Uh, in this, oh, we were talking about worship and personal worship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were talking about like coming to church and that being our act of worship. Um, in our leadership is leading. You know, Mm -hmm. that's that's our job, kind of Levitical kind of concept. One of the things I've been studying lately, like from just a life devotional kind of standpoint, is God's relationship with me, God's relationship with His people, and like I really. and it's all stuff that, you know, we talk about, but I, you know, like, and, and maybe everybody would be like, Oh, of course, Stephen, duh, like you're so dumb. But I believe that God, the Bible is really clear that God wants to dwell with his people. Mm-hmm. God longs to dwell, reside, abide, be with his people. Yeah. And I think sometimes in our different theological stances, we can be a little bit snotty and a little bit rude about God. And he's mad at, he's mad at you because you're a sinner and, and you have to have this, this, and this to be clean. And so God can then, but it's like, God's like constantly been trying to dwell with his people. Yeah. I mean, don't give me, don't read into what I just said. Of course, sin and all that stuff, you know bad and jesus you know but like you know he walked with adam in the cool of the garden like yep. he desired, you know, desired to be there and he you know he he was so sad and he had to make them leave the garden you know mm-hmm. to protect him because he loved his people and then it wasn't because he was so mad at him but he had to protect him because he knew if they ate you know they now they could see sin and now if they eat of the the tree of life plus sin now they're eternally stuck in this 
So God loved his creation so much that he had to do that. But next thing you know, he's making plans to be with them again. And he chooses his chosen people. And he's got the tabernacle and the temple and the cloud by day and the fire by night and the fourth man in the fire. And and just like you see all these moments where God's like showing up like Mm -hmm. to be with his people. Right. And then, of course, we know like at Christ where this divine cosmic intervention of God into the world, into a man. It's like that's nuts because it's. Not because God was like, watch how cool I am. Yeah. But I honestly believe it's because God wanted to dwell with his people. Mm-hmm. Like he wanted to be here. Yeah. Like he was here. Like in man form as a human, still God dwelling amongst, like literally, literally amongst mm-hmm. as a person yeah. with people, God. And then, you know, we go through and we see what Christ did. Christ is victorious over sin, death, and hell. Christ gives us the opportunity to be made right with God because why? Because God wants to dwell with his people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's what he wants. Yeah. That's why he made us. We've gone to prepare a place for you, you so that where I am there, you, you may be also awesome. thy kingdom come. That will yeah. be done where? On, on earth. earth, like he wants yep. to be with his people, like God, like longs to dwell. He walked amongst them. They crowded around him. They, they, they. I mean, even to the point of just going crazy and killing them. But they, they were there. Like they, yeah. he wanted to be. I mean, you look at the life of Zacchaeus, right? Right. Hey, I want to come to your house today. Right. He wanted to dwell with them. Yeah. I just want to. I, I want to come. I, I know who you are. Right. The son I, of, I, I know the sin you've committed, but right. I want to come to the your son house of man and be with you. Doesn't have a place to lay his head. In other words, like I'm just going to be out amongst yeah. the people. Yeah. Right. I'm mean, reading into that, but like he's going to be out. So I say all that to say this. So then he leaves. He ascends. Everybody's like, "Oh man, this is terrible." But he promised what? He promised the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit would come upon you. Why? 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 Not because well, because God knew that we needed him. Well, yes, we do definitely need the Holy Spirit. Why? Yeah. But God wants to dwell with His people. Yeah. And so I was realizing this is that God dwells in me because I have had the privilege of knowing Christ and learning to love Christ and believing in who God is and who Christ is and what he said, you know, about me and what he said he's done for me and that I have a desperate need for him. So I get to enjoy dwelling with God through the Holy Spirit in mm-hmm. my life. You get to do that as well. Yeah. But here's here's all right, here's where I'm going with all this is that the same God that I'm dwelling with, mm-hmm. it's the same God you're dwelling with. Mm. Like in this room right now, I don't have a different God or a different Holy Spirit than yeah. you do. I have the same Holy Spirit. I was talking to men's residents the other day, and we're sitting in there and we're talking. And we're having a good time, man. You know, I don't ever go in with a lesson, but I was. we laughed about this. We talked about football. We talked about Israel. We talked about whatever else. We talked about funny teachers they'd had or different topics. And then I started telling them about this. And I was talking to some other stuff in Romans 8 that I've been looking at and kind of studying and just taking a different perspective on Romans 8, which I'm really enjoying, which is kind of life-changing. And then um, they were like, one of the guys went, Stephen, like that's, and this happens a lot actually in my class. It's really funny. He's like, that's what we talked about this morning. That was what was in my devotional. Mm. And another guy was like, yeah, last night, last night in our senior, you know, we, we went over that. Like we, we, that's crazy. So God, God impressed upon you something Wait, that had listen, already. But check, hold on, check it out. Check it out. Go with me on this. I'm going. You ready? I'm sitting here. The, I, I looked at him. I just kind of had this moment. That's the epiphany moment. I said, you know what? We don't need to be shocked that that happened. Mm. They're like, yeah, why? I'm like, the reason why is 
it's because of the same God that was doing this in me is the same God that you have in you. Mm. It's not like my life was completely disconnected from that God that's communicating and speaking to you. Mm. Not, I'm not trying to do some weird, like, you know, new agey kind of, yeah. e- you know, ether thing or whatever. But what I'm saying is, is like, of course, God's going to connect all these things together because we, we worship the same God. We are mm-hmm. in the same God. The same God dwells in us yeah. through the Holy Spirit. He's not, it's not like, it's not like the, the message got over from this Holy Spirit to that Holy Spirit. It's the same one. Could you imagine if we all had our own Holy Spirits? It would be jacked up, dude. dude. But see, people act like that's yeah. the case. Yeah. And that's why, so now connect this with me. That's why. That's why Sunday mornings or any event when believers come together. But let's just say Sunday mornings when we come together. That's why that's such an amazing time. Mm -hmm. Because all these people with the same God dwelling with them are together in one place to send praise back to God Mm -hmm. that God gives to them back to God. So we're a conduit from God to the earth. We're a conduit of God's grace, mercy, love, and his eminence and his incredible nature and, 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 and calling to us from him to the earth through him who yeah. lives in us. And then we're a conduit of God's praises from the earth back to him mm-hmm. through him who lives in us. And then when we come together on Sunday and we get to do that together, it's a beautiful, powerful time mm-hmm. because of that. That's why the seeker concept or the concept of Sunday morning being an evangelistic time, which it should be, we should always be sharing the gospel it's not right because it's not about that. It's about God coming together, mm-hmm. God's people coming together with with Him, yeah. the same God, that they're in unity worshiping as a collective group of believers. Mm-hmm. And then if you're on the outside of that, who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Yeah. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that, like that fellowship, that family? You know, like if you're an orphan and and you're you're out wandering on your own in the dark, in the cold, and you figured out how to survive. And you show up at a house. Somebody invites you to come to a house. So you come in the house and you sit in a chair at the table, right? And at the table, they're, they're glad you're there, but you could see that all those people around the table that were all also once orphans, Mm -hmm. but they're all around the table. They're sharing a Thanksgiving meal together. They're all eating the turkey. They're laughing. They're passing mashed potatoes. The, you know, the, the the sister over here, she's actually had a really rough week, so they're crying with her and encouraging her. And then you've got Uncle Joe, who's just a goofball, and he's over here cracking jokes. And you've got you've got Dad, who's over here, and he's been in the fam- or Grandpa, he's been in the family the longest, and he's so wise, and he's just sharing and encouraging and and loving. And Grandma's ministering to people, and Mom's doing this. And you've got like all these different people around the table, all these orphans that are now adopted into a family around the table. And you're an orphan that's invited to kind of sit and hang out at the table. Who wouldn't want to be? And they said, hey, you can be a part of this family. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Yeah. That's, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Like, it's not the beauty of me trying to verbally convince you that there is a great family somewhere that you can be a part of. Yeah. It's that you can come watch it and you can see that family in action. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. That's what makes Sunday mornings such a beautiful time. And I think going back to what you kind of originally started this conversation with, in terms of all the way back to the very beginning, very beginning. worship leaders don't waste the opportunity yes. to do what your people need. Don't waste the opportunity. They, they need just, it and they to, want to it. To sing the newest, to sing the loudest, to sing the you know the craziest run. Or to sing to where people think you've got a great voice. Like, yeah. That's fine. Don't miss the no. opportunity of what your people actually need on Sunday mornings. Right. Like just to mess up my analogy any further, let's say you're 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 the worship leader at this dinner that I'm talking about, and you're bringing your dish mm-hmm. to the meal, but it's a dish that you know that only you're really gonna like. 
Dude, don't don't pick on my chicken fingers. I know, right? But well, everybody at the table is going to eat chicken fingers. They're just going to get tired of <laughs> them. <laughs> but that's but, great. That's true, right? That's but yeah. if you yeah. show up and you know you're the only one at the table that likes caviar yeah. with a side of like oyster uh, in a clam chowder dip, yeah. And you're just like, that check it terrible. out. Check it out. Well, right. Check it out, everybody. Here's what I brought. And yeah. they're all just kind of like, I don't want wow, that. Wow, that was beautiful. That's great. That looked good. But if your job is to provide the meat, you show up with a really well-cooked turkey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that thing's cooked perfectly because that's your job. Like, yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. And you don't do it so people are like, look how great your turkey is. Yeah. That you do it to where they're like, wow, like this is. Look at what we all this, get to enjoy together. We got to enjoy this together. This filled me up. Yeah. Thank you for it. Yeah. Like, bravo. Yeah. Great job. That's solid. Good so, word, man. Anyways, that's that's just my thing. Again, I do want to like, I want to, we got to land this airplane yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, because I got a rapid fire for you before you get to run. Right. But, I, but I do want to say this. Like, I, the, the dude will never listen to this podcast. I, I do want to, I just want to reiterate that I don't mean any offense. I don't mean any critical. And I will also acknowledge there have been plenty of times in my worship leading career. And there may be in the future where I, I just don't nail it. I don't know what was going on. I don't know the back the back. So I just want to be really clear about that. I apologize if it did come off offensive to anybody, but we're a worship podcast and I wanted to analyze and just kind of throw out things to think about. I make a lot of mistakes. I, I fail in a lot of ways in worship leadership. So I'm I'm not trying to be that guy. But he doesn't use an iPad. But that's I don't use an iPad to do it though. I just fail all on my own. Because if you fail while using an iPad, wow, wow, trash. <laughs> Might as well just hang it up. Trash. All right, rapid fire rapid as we're fire. getting ready to go. Because you're already late for uh, this meeting with Cliff. Right. All right. So uh, don't know if we'll podcast next week. Uh, next week is Thanksgiving. Yes. All right. So uh, favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Squash casserole. Okay. All right. Uh, favorite Thanksgiving dessert? Pumpkin pie with whipped cream. Okay. Uh, favorite part about Thanksgiving and its total? My family. Okay. Uh, least favorite part of Thanksgiving? Least favorite part of Thanksgiving is... I don't have a least favorite part, actually. Okay. I guess there's always a least favorite part. I can't identify what it is. It's my favorite holiday, by far. Really? By far. Okay. By a long shot. You will not see me very much next week. Oh, I, yeah. I shut down Sunday after church when I know it's Thanksgiving week. Like I'm like, ah, now I'm out. Like, yeah. This is... Like, this is my week. Um, my family comes in. My sisters come in. My nieces and nephews come in. I love it. We host it almost every year. We have people sleeping everywhere. Um, we get food. We have food out everywhere. Uh, there's a lot of laughter. Um, we watch Elf every year. Dude, so, uh, uh, we, you know, yes. we watch the parade on Thursday morning. Yep. Um uh, my dad bring, you know, mom, they bring like these like charcuterie board meats and cheeses. Uh, it's, uh, it's just, it's a great week. Great week. A lot of food. Sounds yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have football on, on Thanksgiving yeah, Absolutely. during the meal or no, 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 nothing's on during so the meal. You shut down during the meal. No, the meal is hangout time. Hangout time. We take talk. it serious. We, we actually meal time. Do you um, circle up and like favorite we, as, as best we can thankful for, Yeah, we talk about things we we're thankful same. for. We also do, we also do usually, usually. We do nicer plateware. Okay. So we'll yeah. do like really nice My plates. My mom's got a special set she brings out. Yeah. The only thing she ever Yeah, made. we'll do yeah. stuff like that. Now, kid, the, the little ones, you know, they're usually paper yeah. plates and stuff like that. And there is a kid table. There is a kid table? Always. Has yeah. Caroline moved up from the kid table? It depends on seating this year because oh, okay. we're in a new place. Oh, you are in a new so place. So as of last sense. year, no. Actually, okay. as of last year, I don't even think Ian <clears throat> had moved up yet. Oh, goodness. 
Or actually the high schoolers. I think um, Natalie and Caden were still at the, like if you were looking at the big sliding glass doors, we had like an eight-foot table that yep. went behind the couch there. Yep. Left to right, kind of That's perpendicular to the house. That's where all the cousins at. Okay. Actually, there was still, there was college-age cousins that were still sitting at the. All right. Kitchen. Well, thanks for listening to Worship Distributed. Yes. Uh, this guy's going to go and yes. run off to practice his I'm going to push a button, though, because they put this in front of me. No, it's the wrong one. The red one, bro. Hit the red button. Why don't we use our theme song, Okay, though? I will. Let's stop hitting buttons.